podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about Ouija boards. Wega boards? Wogo boards? Luigi boards? (laughs) That is one of the best videos (laughs) of our generation. It's also like the pregnant one where they're like, Pregante? Pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I would have watched that video before we did this episode because i would love to just say all of them i know um, we could probably do a bloopers at the end we try <laughs> to do all of them i love that i felt like the ghosts in ghost host is really um on point for this episode oh my gosh stop because i i'm gonna freak out i'm gonna freak out the movie freaked me out i've never played the game i won't ever play the game your sister also freaked me out because she was like have you ever played with a Ouija board? And I was like, no, Veronica. Veronica. I'm like, not going to do it today either. I think Veronica like loves being scared or let me rephrase that. Veronica loves scary stuff, but she does not like being scared. She will call me if she hears a noise in her house and be like, I just heard a noise. <laughs> and she, she like has she to have hilarious. She was like, cause I like watch movies like if I know a jump scare is coming and I hate them, I'll put like my hands over my eyes, but I'll keep my eyes open anyway, just to see, I don't know what the hands do, but your sister mm-hmm. was just so enthralled. She was like looking at the screen and just like yep. looking at it. And mm-hmm. she's like, Oh my God, did you see that? And I'm like over here, like about to shit my pants. Like, yes, Veronica, <laughs> I did see it. And she goes, Ooh, that's creepy. And it's like this upside down chick, like walking on the wall. And she's oh like, my God. that's weird. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I had to grow up with that I grew up with both my sisters and my mom being so into horror like films and tv shows and stuff and me and my dad are like terrified of that stuff so we just got kicked (laughs) out of the living room when they wanted to watch their scary movies and I hated it it was awful it's like I still want to participate like no it was I mean the movie I'll get into my segment later but Mm -hmm. just watching her watching it I was like she just isn't she's not even faced she's not even Mm faced I'm over here about to cry and she's like oh that's wow did you see that like huh interesting that's the priest and I was like (laughs) that's the priest oh my god (laughs) I wonder how she slept that night I'm very curious if she got scared or if she slept fine. Did you sleep fine? For those who don't know what we're talking about, Savannah went to go stay with my sister, Veronica, um, Mm -hmm. last weekend, and they watched the movie. Is it just called Ouija? Ouija, the origin of evil. Okay. We didn't watch watch the first one. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I was just, I I slept fine because I had to travel, but like, I don't know. I should have asked Veronica. I've been like, did you sleep okay? Like, are you well? I'm going to text her right now. I mean, we'll get a we, live update. We followed up with Shrek the musical. <laughs> That's so always a good follow-up. Always. She's like, this one's weird. And I was like, what we just watched is weird. She's like, it was unhinged is what she said. I'm, Shrek, not the, okay? not the Ouija board. <laughs> I have, in fact, played with a Ouija board once. Stop it. No. I did. No. I did. No. no. That's... Oh, we have a live update. Wait, oh my hold God. on. <laughs> She said, yeah, it wasn't too scary at all. Wow. <laughs> Savannah. <laughs> it, was. it was weird. It was so weird. Was oh, so my like, gosh. Veronica, quit being in the water. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I wasn't scared at all. <laughs> I bet she was. And she was like, huh. <laughs> I love that. No. Um, you played with one? 
I, I've played with one in my life. I will never do it again because too spookies for me. It was, let me set the scene for you. Actually, very timely because it was Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we're in the month of Thanksgiving right now. You really conjured up the spirit of a past turkey. We wanted to bring out the pilgrims, really. That was our goal. My mom had got the Ouija board for my cousin Kennedy as, I don't know if it was a birthday present or like an early Christmas present or whatever. And we were over at my aunt's for that Thanksgiving. This was like years ago. I was in high school. My mom got her the Ouija board and we were like, oh, let's all play it. So we, it was me, my sister, Veronica, my cousin Kennedy, my mom and my aunt Missy. Um, and maybe my sister Sarah was in there. I don't think so. But we were all sitting around it, playing with it, and it did move. I don't think it spelled out anything like legible. I think it had like two letters and a number. But I remember running away from the board because I was so scared, which is like, you shouldn't do. No, you, you have to say goodbye. Yeah, but I came back. So like I walked away for a bit because I was really scared. And then I came back in. But hopefully that didn't cause a spirit to haunt me because that would not be very fun for me. No, my God. No. no. On a side note, I do think that there might be a spirit like in my apartment. I just want to say that sometimes I will throw the blanket like my this blanket that I have on right now. Mm-hmm. I will throw this throw blanket on the ground before I go to bed because it's too hot. And sometimes I will wake up in the middle of the night and it's on top of me. And Zach thinks it's just my subconscious, like sleepy self pulling the blanket back up from the bed, but it's happened to me twice. And both times I've freaked out about it. Stop it. Maybe they're just trying to tuck you in, give you a good night kiss. It does seem like a nice ghost. Like it does. Like if they're just putting a blanket on top of me, they're just making sure I'm not getting cold. So it's whatever. Oh, that's nice. Sorry, I got off track. (laughs) No, that would not be my luck at all. I feel like I'd get someone who was just like really pissed off. Like we just throw (laughs) books down everywhere. I'm like, really? Really, Ted? Really? Do we have to do this today? (laughs) Someone takes Mavis's poop and like puts it in the (laughs) doors. So Uh, would you ever play with a Ouija board? No. Or no? No. I think that's a solid choice. Too many movies. I wouldn't mm-hmm. dare. I would not dare ever do one because I was telling Veronica this too. I was like, I just feel like my family's already so mm-hmm. sensitive to that stuff anyways. And so me playing with it, it's like basically like lighting myself like with gasoline, just like mm-hmm. walking in a fire factory. Totally. They don't make those, but like imagine if there was one, <laughs> that would be me going. I can in picture it. it right now. A fire factory where they're creating fire to deliver to people's doorsteps. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, when cavemen were around, like they would just Uber Eats their fire. <laughs> <laughs> I just can imagine in my head so clearly, Savannah. You just made a comic book strip for me. <laughs> yeah, they would like deliver it by mammoth. Like everything's great. Everything worked out exactly the way I wanted it to. But yes, I it would be like me lighting myself with gasoline and just playing with matches. Like it was, I understand that. It would mean no, I would would you do it again? No, I would not. I I think know if my mom convinced me my mom can be very persuasive like my mom I will basically do anything she says because I love her and I have so much fun with her that like she can just easily persuade me into doing like mischievous things Mm. um I want to say I would never do it again but if my mom was like hey you want to do this there's a there is a five percent chance I'd be like okay let's do it but it would have to I'd have to follow all the rules which we'll go through the rules 
here in a bit for you all, mm-hmm. all our, our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'd have to follow the rules and it would have to be daytime and it would have to be in a place that's like not haunted. Like I would not choose a haunted location. Like I'm not taking it to Waverly Sanitarium and doing oh, it there. No, 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 no way. I'm just not going to do a period. Cause you just never know. Like, especially yeah. living in America, like you have no idea where like battles like could have Good been point. a lot of wars. Yeah. A lot of wars. And so you could be on a graveyard anywhere. Yeah. I would like to say, I'm going to go ahead and say, we'll never do it again, but there is a 1% chance that I might do it again. There's 1% a zero, though. A 0% chance. Like, can you, can you watch someone else play it? I don't know. I imagine so. I think you could watch somebody else play it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think my dad might've watched us play it whenever we did it. So okay. I'll sit with oh, Ray. Ray. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. He would love to just hang out with you. Well, I feel like we already did our pre-discussion. We did a little flip-flop there. Savannah, That's do you okay. want to give us our topic summary? Yeah. Let me... <clears throat> I believe in you. Thank you. Some say it's a tool used to communicate with the devil. My God. <laughs> I didn't write this. And a door to the spirit world. Others say it's just a fun sleepover game. Not true. What once was a family-friendly game, not true, found at a local toy store is now feared by many, including me, and even used as the most in horror films. Accurate. Let's dive into the world of spiritualism, while that's heavy, and talk about these mystifying talking boards. If I dilute and divulge the history of the Ouija board, I think it'll calm your nerves a little bit because you'd be surprised. It's probably history. some asshole, like old man who made this board to scare other people. That's just my guess. It's probably not going to be that at all. It's probably going to be some like really nice person that made it. Your first guess? Wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so I'm glad. I would, I would first like to say for those who don't know, Ouija board is actually a brand name. The Ouija board is really a talking board. It's become kind of like the Kleenex scenario where, where people refer to it as the brand name 24-7 because that brand dominates the market. But like the device itself is called a talking board. The brand is Ouija board. That's hilarious. It's like kind of team. Yeah. It's a, a lot of people don't know that. Like I, I didn't, didn't know, know that either. That. I thought it's... it was like, yeah, what? Ouija board was the thing. Oh, okay. Well, I learned something today. Yeah, you can leave. Honestly, we can both leave. It's packed right, up. We're done. You know what? I'll finish bye, my guys. Chinese. It'll be bye <laughs> until next time. Well, the Ouija board was first manufactured in Baltimore, Maryland in 1886. Shout out to Josh, Zach's brother. He lives in Baltimore. At the time, they did not like Ouija boards did not have the reputation that they have today. When we think of Ouija boards, we often think of dark, scary and evil spirits controlling the board. But when Ouija boards were first released, they were actually thought of as a family style game. Kind of like a KFC bucket. Like a KFC bucket. People would get their KFC buckets. They'd wrangle up the kids and put them in front of a talking board. In 1891, the first advertisement for Ouija board reads Ouija, the wonderful talking board. It was a never failing amusement and recreation for all of the classes. They stated that it could answer questions about the past, present, and future with marvelous accuracy. Mm. Do you believe it? No, I don't believe this at all. Beep. Oh, 
sorry. I'm actually like, if any episodes creep me out, it's going to be this one. Like I'm already feeling like on edge. Oh my gosh. So we're not slightly scary. We're, we need to scale. We need to create a scale for we're ourselves. Slightly to moderately scary podcast. Slightly scary, moderate, slightly to moderately scary, moderately scary, very scary. <laughs> Spooked baduked. Spooked baduked. Is that it's where like you're a, at right now? Spooked no. baduked. Well, I'm not to the point where I want to baduke myself, but I'm definitely okay. like I'm above slightly inching to moderate more. Okay, all right, all right. You could find this marvelous talking board in toy stores and novelty shops. And while it had a different reputation back in the day, the board still looked like what you would find today. So as a description. It has a, it's a flat rectangular board with the numbers zero through nine and the alphabet. And then it has the words yes, no, and goodbye. It also comes with a planchette. And as most people know, it's a teardrop shape that has a little hole in it. So you can see what numbers and letters it lands on. The only real difference is that now they are made from cardboards like the board is made from cardboards instead of wood and the planchette is made from plastic. The idea, still the same as today, was for two or more people to gather around the board, place their fingers on the planchette, ask the board questions, and watch as the planchette moves to spell out the answer to their question seemingly on its own. The board was created during a time when America was obsessed with spiritualism. And spiritualism is the act of communicating with the deceased. I got chills. Oh my God, this freaked me out. It's freaking me out. Spiritualism hit America around the 1940s when the Fox sisters claimed to be able to communicate with spirits by hitting the wall. (laughs) During this, they would like rap on the wall. They'd like tap on it. Oh, yeah, not like was, just not like sisters throwing just like down punching. and be like, oh, Tabitha, again. Oh my God. and then like just like punch the fucking hole in the wall. Sorry, I gotta stop it's saying okay. the f word. You've been on it tonight. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm scary. I'm scared. You need to get yourself a blanket to like cuddle up with. No, a no, because you know in the horror films, like don't say it. Are... Don't tell me. I don't want to know about okay. it. Okay, okay, I won't say scared. it. I'm I love my it. blankets. Okay. Okay. During this time, spiritualism co- coincided with Christianity. What? So people, yeah, I know. <laughs> so people could do their talking boards on a Saturday night and then go to church on Sunday without being judged. It was very common. Hmm. It was considered a wholesome and comforting act to use talking boards and to have seances. Mm. And this is because it was a time when the average lifespan was about 50 years or less. Men would die young in the war and women would die young during childbirth. So it gave people some comfort knowing they could communicate with those they had lost. People just wanted to connect with their loved ones. Mm. Fun fact, Savannah. Mm -hmm. Even President Abraham Lincoln's wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, performed seances in the White House in 1862 after they lost their son and he died of a fever. So there were seances performed inside of the White House. I don't doubt it for a minute. I mean, not to get political. I just, you know, I'm not (laughs) Not surprised. Not surprised that this has happened. There's actually a lot of like hauntings in the White House. That would be an interesting episode to do. Can you imagine being the president and not haunting the White House? I feel like that's a a necessity. Like you have to go back. Absolutely. It's a lot of the president's wives actually that haunt it. I mean, shit. 
Might as well. Like, this was my home. I literally took care of it. I'm not leaving it. It was like, no, it was my home for four years. It's got a bowling alley. I'm going to, I'm going to haunt this place. I think it's pretty neat. (laughs) So the creators of the Ouija board found a nice opportunity for talking boards. They noticed how frustrated people would get when they tried to communicate with spirits because it took too long. People were looking for a more convenient way to get answers instead of like, Wrapping on the walls, what they would do is like they would call out each letter of the alphabet and then like wait to hear a knock at a particular letter and then like start all the way back over. So it took a long time. That's awful. Yeah. So Charles Kennard of Kennard Novelty Company seized this opportunity very quickly. Charles put together a ragtag group of four other inventors and started the Kennard Novelty Company so they could make and market these talking boards. So fun kind of like fact of where the name Ouija came from, Savannah. Mm -hmm. Most people assume that Ouija is a combination of French, yes, we, and German, yes, ja. Yes, yes. Ouija. Yes, yes. But that's not correct. The group, along with Helen Peters, the sister of one of the inventors, sat around the board and actually asked it what it wanted to be called. The board spelled out Ouija. Shut and up. They asked, and then they asked the board what that meant, and it replied, good luck. <gasps> I have cold chills. <laughs> it's like, you know what? This is this is what I identify as. I identify as good luck, even though it's fucking not as a liar. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's I gotta so stop scary. cussing. I'm just scared, and I compensate <sighs> with cuss words. I compensate with cuss words. The patent for Ouija. Now, this story of how they got the patent is pretty interesting. Charles and the gang knew that if they couldn't prove that the board worked, they wouldn't be able to get the patent. So when they went to go get the patent and apply for it, the chief patent officer demanded that they show him the legitimacy of it. So he said that if the board could accurately spell out his name, which was not known to any of the men, they would be able to do the application process for the patent. So the group sits down, they gather around the talking board to communicate with the spirits, and the board did in fact spell the chief patent officer's name correctly. Oh my god. It's so, evil. It's it's evil. Well, it could have been the spirits communicating from the other side, or it could have been the fact that one of the founders was a patent attorney and might have just known his name. I guess we'll never know. So Savannah. <sighs> What happened to make this family-friendly, wholesome communicating device get turned into the evil devil-worshipping reputation it has today? Is it a hypothetical? Because I'll tell you, some demon got a hold of it. It was just <laughs> freaking messing with people's minds. Actually not. Okay. not. Okay. Actually <laughs> not. Well, it's all thanks to this very popular film called The Exorcist. Oh, have you I'm, seen this? I, oh, yeah. That's classic. I have not, but like <gasps> our special what? guest from last week, Ed, always talks about. It. He's like, you need to watch The Exorcist. You, you need, need to watch. To. The if Exorcist. I have to watch Trick or Treat, then you have to watch The okay, Exorcist. Okay, but like Trick or Treat's like so good, and uh, Exorcist is so spooky. Oh my god, it's terrifying! But you have to watch it. 
I've heard some, there's like um, some things about cursed movie sets and that was one of them. That was like a cursed movie set. It was really spooky. Well, in the movie that's based on a true story, the 12 year old girl Regan was possessed by an evil spirit after playing with the Ouija board. And this completely changed the way that people viewed Ouija boards almost overnight. Mm -hmm. Until this movie came out, Ouija boards were shown in fun, silly media, like an episode of I Love Lucy. But after The Exorcist, everything changed. Now, when you tell someone that you've played with a Ouija board, a sense of fear goes through them as they ask you what happened. No. And you definitely wouldn't be able to waltz into church unjudged if you played with a Ouija board the night before. Ouija boards are now considered a communication tool for the devil and other evil spirits. I told you. I told you. I believe it. Okay, Savannah. Tell me about this movie. I might cry. I might cry. I didn't watch the first one because we got a 6% rating. Oh, 6%. No, thank you. So we watched The Origin of Evil. We started started with that one. Um, Me and Veronica did just to specify. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened in the first film. Following the sudden death of her best friend, Debbie, Lane... Mm finds an antique Ouija board in Debbie's room and tries to use it to say goodbye. Instead, no, she makes contact. You. Yeah. Instead, she makes contact with a spirit that calls itself DZ. I think that's Ew. hilarious because it's a sorority. That is a sorority. As strange events begin to occur, Lane enlists others to help her determine DZ's identity and what it wants. As the friends delve deeper, they found that Debbie's mysterious death was not unique and that they will suffer the same fate unless they learn how to close the portal they've opened. No, just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. <laughs> just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. Um, okay, so what happens in the second one? Oh my God. Savannah, let, I'm so scared. Let me read you the little blip. Um, it got an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. The second one did. So that's what Veronica and I watched in 2016. Um, in 1967, Los Angeles widowed mother, Alice Zander, who's played by Elizabeth Rezer, who plays Carlisle's wife. Oh my gosh. In Twilight. In, in Twilight. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Esme. Yeah. Esme. Unwittingly invites authentic evil into her home by adding a new stunt to bolster her seance scam business. When the merciless spirit overtakes her youngest daughter, Doris, the small family must confront unthinkable fears to save her and send her possessor back to the other side. What? So on a scale from one to 10, how spooky was it? I would give it a six. It was pretty scary, but I mean, like not anything like, oh my God, I did get freaked out though, but this is the whole spoiler for the movie. So basically the spoiler alert. This mom has two daughters and lost her husband, like not recently, recently, but kind of recently. And they own a scam business where they have like people pay them to like try to do a seance to talk to their deceased Mm, loved ones. Yeah. Business is struggling. Like the house is like, they're going to get evicted from the house. Like obviously they're not doing well. And her older sister or the older daughter goes to this party and they play with a Ouija board. They don't say goodbye. Just want to say that they don't say goodbye. Daughter gets caught at the party. Mom comes, picks her up. She's like, Oh, like we should add this to the act. Like we should add the Ouija board to the act. And they do. And they try to communicate. Yeah. They try to communicate and they can't get it to work until Doris, the little 
girl, she starts getting into work and the board starts moving on its own. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. And so she picks up the planchette and looks through, you know. No, no. (laughs) I don't love what you're about to say. And she sees something, but we don't see it. We don't see it. But she's like, who are you? No. No, she doesn't. Yeah. And the and the thing answers back friend. The board. I feel like that's a lie. No. (laughs) You don't think that no, the thing was not a a lie. No, the thing was not. Yeah, yeah. No, so it turns out that they played. I just want to say really quick, Savannah. We can never go this spooky again for an episode. (laughs) It's too spooky. I'm not even to the best part. What? Huh. I need Zach in this room with me. <laughs> I know. I'm getting freaked out. I gotta, me I don't too. know. I need like puppy love. So basically <laughs> she's like communicating with it and she starts acting weird and like she's mm-hmm. writing in like Polish and like be getting possessed, doing weird stuff to her sister. Like things are happening. Like she's watching static on the screen. No. She's obviously very unwell, right? She's, she's I want to throw up yes and so they go to a catholic school and the older sister brings like some of the drawings that the younger sister's done to like the priest Mm -hmm. and he's like let me go look at these it turns out that it was like a holocaust victims um memoir and um yes like they were getting haunted um because in their house this evil doctor after world war ii was kidnapping jewish people and bringing them to their house and cutting out their tongues and like <gasps> cutting out their throats and stuff and was burying what them an in awful turn of events yes. was like burying them in their basement and so they had all of these skeletons so they accidentally played in a graveyard and didn't know but the younger daughter she gets possessed by that doctor the evil no. one at the end of the movie she tries killing everybody and then she ends up dying and the the priest that came over to try to help them dies like the older wow. sister's boyfriend but the older sister gets blamed for everybody's death and so she ends up in this insane asylum and at the end of it the psychiatrist is like you know like you just need to tell us where your sister's body is because they found everyone's body but hers mm-hmm. and then you see like so the psychiatrist is walking down the hallway and he like peeks in her room and you can see her brushing her sister's hair and then he turns to go he's like oh shit he's like did i see what i just saw and then he goes back to look and then doris the little girl's like climbing sideways onto the wall and was like clearly possessed and that's the end of the movie I and you made go. me watch that for my for my i part. didn't realize it was that scary i did you offered to watch it first off no i was like i'll do it if i have to and i did and it was terrible i didn't realize it was that scary and i'm so sorry i am never playing with a ouija board i take it back i am <laughs> Never. Mom, you cannot convince me to do it. I'm not doing it. It was so That is so scary. scary. It was so scary. I hated every minute of it. I did. I want to go I want to go cry and throw up. <laughs> like I hate that. I hated it. I hated it so much. It was absolutely absolutely terrible. Thank absolutely. you for sacrificing a lot. Thank I know you. how hard that must have been. Oh Thank my you. gosh. Oh my gosh. Could never. Could never. <laughs> All right. Well, huh. Are you ready? Let's talk about something that is good. <laughs> okay. Not not something that's bad. So if you ask a scientist about a Ouija board, 
They're not going to tell you that it's a communication device used to talk to those who have passed on. Mm -hmm. Many scientists believe that Ouija boards are powered by us, even though we can swear up and down that we weren't the ones to move the planchette. We might be unknowingly wrong. Savannah, have you ever heard of the, I think it's pronounced idio, idiometer. Idiometer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eater idiometer effect. Yeah. They bring this up, um, in the movie, the Ouija <gasps> board movie. Oh my gosh. Do they really, what do they say about it? Well, they don't have the specified term, but I know what it means. Cause the older sister's like, Doris isn't doing that. She's just like moving it to what we really want it to do. Like, Mm-hmm. but she was yeah. like mimicking the voices of like people that were coming in and like their deceased loved ones. Like she was like, Savannah, the- you had to stop. I'm going to throw <laughs> up. I can't, I can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> I can't okay. hear that. That's okay. too much. It's okay. <sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, well, for those who don't know, Savannah does know, but for those who don't, it is basically the automatic movements in our muscles without us even being conscious of it. Um, for example, it's like crying during a sad film. Mm-hmm. So basically people are moving it without even realizing that they're doing it. And it seems like it's moving from an outside influence. Mm-hmm. And when you're using a talking board with a group of people, you have all of their influence on the board. And because everybody is kind of unknowingly participating in the moving of the planchette, no one can take credit for it. And they genuinely believe that they don't do it. But the idiometer effect and how it relates to Ouija boards can actually tell us a lot about the unconscious mind. So a lot of times people will ask the Ouija board questions they don't know the answer to and then receive a seemingly correct answer. And it's because the unconscious mind holds a lot of knowledge and is a lot smarter than we know. Researchers are actually currently using this information to see if there are two or more systems of information processes in our brains. They are trying to use Ouija boards as a research tool. Oh. Does that freak you out? No. Because I I believe part of it. I agree, I think. We'll talk about our our thoughts at the end. But Savannah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. After all of the warnings and the spooky tales that we just did, if our listeners are still willing to put out that talking board, no, pull it out. Don't do it. We do not recommend it. But no. if you do, you need safety. You need to know what you're doing. Yeah. So Savannah's going to break down a few rules that you should always follow. To make sure that you are safe. Number one, don't play the game. Just don't do it. Um, <laughs> don't do not. Don't ever do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, never leave the Ouija board without saying goodbye. Otherwise, the spirits might still be there because they will be. Yep. Um, always put the board back in the box. Just please do it. Um, never use the Ouija board in your own home, just in case you do invite a spirit out. Like, don't do that. You don't want it in your home. No, don't believe everything the spirit tells you. They may lie to manipulate you into doing, oh my God, Serena's freaking me. Ah, okay. Savannah. <laughs> and doing something. So don't do it. Um, never leave. I heard plane. a story about that. Shut I'm up. not going to retell it because it's too spooky. But, no, you're um, going to have to tell me. I don't even know if I can remember it fully, but it was something about the, very similar to the movie where um this, you know, these group of friends were playing with a Ouija board and they were you know, communicating with the spirit 
and the spirit said that it was a friend and it was trying to get them to like do all these things um to basically let it out Mm. so don't always believe what they're telling you no stop oh my god look both ways look both ways i know i heard chetamine's little (laughs) collar and i was like what was that (laughs) <laughs> um never leave the planchet unattended don't take your fingers off of it as is, as it is a door to the paranormal world oh my god it is important to choose a leader of the group too many people asking questions might aggravate the spirit but lastly always be respectful no matter what you do the last thing you want to do is a pit the last, last thing you want to do is piss off a spirit that's the last thing you want to do because i mean mm-hmm. those fuckers don't got anything else going on yeah. So they're going to literally screw up your life to the best of their ability. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, retweet, retweet all around. So Savannah, what are your final thoughts on this? Fuck this shit. Don't do oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Beep. Don't do it. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, no, 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 no. I forbid you. I forbid all of you from doing it. And if you do it out of spite, this is my morning. Don't do it. Don't be a little bitch. Don't play this game. That's all I got to say. Peace out. <laughs> I agree. I What you said earlier, I think that it is um, a mixture of, you know, people moving it unconsciously. But I also do think that there might be some spiritual stuff attached to it. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to admit that, I do think it, that it is true and legitimate. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on the same page as Savannah. Do not go and do this. This is is not worth it. I know I did it once, but I will not be doing it again after Savannah's very scary retelling of the movie. And I'll tell it to every single one of you. I'll call every single one of you and tell you the whole movie that you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. No. Well, if you like our podcast, you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or Audible. You can follow us on Instagram at Slightly Scary Pod, on Twitter at Slightly Scary 13. Um, and if you like this episode, go ahead and give us a five star rating. Why not? You know? Just do it. Just live your best life and do it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and until next time, keep it scary. Moderately scary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sleep okay after watching? The Linguini movie. The the Luigi movie. (laughs) I loved your commentary in that. Thank you. I also loved how you said used as the main prominent. Did I say that? Used as the main proponent. (laughs) Are you okay? Do you hear that? What? It's gone. What are you talking about? Don't say that to me. No, like there's this it was a whirring sound, but it's gone. A what sound? A worrying sound. Like, whoa. Gage! Back in the chair! Are you still out there? We've heard noises and stuff. It's getting scary. Are you talking about the humming that just went by? Yeah. That was just a cleaning truck. Oh, it was a cleaning truck? Hey, it was just a cleaning truck. Okay, good, because I'm scared. (laughs) What up in the 411? (laughs) I don't know where the 411 is, but is that a... That's a phone number. That's like an information. Oh. Not diseased, deceased. <laughs> <laughs> the F bomb is your security blanket. It is. I don't have a blanket right now. I'm so my fucking tennis shoes. Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> pants me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Hey Gage, bring a puppy. Can we watch Shrek tonight? <laughs> Shrek the musical.